I'm your host, Riem Zinlabidin, and you are listening to Tech Tag Podcast. Today, our guest is Amani El Qattawi. She is a data engineer. She shared a very important message. And the first step toward change is awareness. I hope that the story of Amani will raise awareness and everyone who want to participate on building a diverse and inclusive environment can learn from her perspective. Hey Amani, very happy to have you today in Tech Tech. Hey, this is so much uh, happy to be with you today as well. And I'm a big fan. Let's have some good time. Thanks a lot uh, for being here and uh, let's start. I would like to ask about some fun facts about yourself and if you would like to introduce yourself also. Okay, yeah, I am Amani. I am from Egypt originally. I'm living currently in Hamburg, Germany. And a fun fact about me that I love spicy food so much to the extent that I have a chain on a shape of pepper, like a um, golden chain. So if you know any good spicy food in Hamburg, please tell me about it. I'm a big fan. That's cool. I think there are some uh, uh, Egyptian restaurants or, and also Indian restaurants that... Often... Yeah, Indian. I, I, yeah, this is my favorite. I eat Indian food all the time. But if there is anything like uh, Asian or Egyptian, Egyptian still, not in Hamburg. Never tried anything Egyptian in Hamburg, to be honest. But tried some in Berlin and it was good. Nice. Cool. How was your education path? Was it related to uh, tech? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you another fun fact. Actually, when I was in college, I was um, uh, I am graduated from engineering. I was in the second year of uh, engineering and uh, we were studying very general topics about electricity and uh, engineering and all of that. And uh, I was thinking what's the best or what's the field that will make me uh, more comfortable mm -hmm. and uh, I can work from home or from desk without going out, without going to sites like my uh, civil engineer friends or power engineers because I'm a couch potato. I love staying home. I love watching movies and staying calm and all of this and not dealing with people as well. So it was computer engineering. Mm -hmm. So this is how I pick my my career. And did this answer your like expectations? Did you feel this is the right choice? Yes, yes, yes. My personality, yes, because I don't have to like go to the site and deal with a lot of people and or uh, be uh, with a lot of uh, other uh, engineers or customers or clients or facing others or this kind of things you will deal with if you are like civil engineer or yeah. mechanical engineer or this this type of engineering but if you are a computer engineer you have your laptop and a desk and that's yeah that. <laughs> that's right <laughs> somehow it worked how did you choose the data engineering uh, the data engineering actually it it uh, it came in uh, like i didn't graduate as a big data engineer it wasn't think when i was studying back then so we were studying the very basic uh, courses like ai or algorithms or data structure or operating system you know 
how to understand the computer or the computer sciences. Mm -hmm. But then I graduated and I thought, um, maybe I'm good with the theoretical part, but I wasn't so good with the programming or they didn't do much of projects mm -hmm. because uh, my, my major was uh, basically electricity. So we were focusing on building things like circuits and uh, stuff like that, not programming things like building circuits and ships and stuff like that. So I took extra year as a diploma, like a scholarship from the government after, uh, in the, after graduation. And it was all about uh, making you more skilled in some uh, tools. Back then, it was uh, very high, the Microsoft tools. And uh, I was thinking also, I am more into data than uh, web then this job, I find it very, very interesting. And uh, there were no much people interested in it. I remember that there was this running joke back then that people who go for data positions are not so good in programming. That's why they go to data positions. I never heard and about this it. this is so funny now. No, it's, it's, it wasn't, yeah, because it's a very, very old conversation. We used to do it all, the, they used to say it all the time. And it's so funny now because I think we program in like crazy with sometimes with multiple languages yeah, at the same time. That's true. So, <laughs> yeah, we were like very, very new to the market. We didn't know much back then. We're talking about six or seven years. It wasn't a very big topic back then. Yeah. Uh, so I started as a business intelligence engineer working about, with SQL reports, stuff like that. Then I find ETLs uh, interesting, how to build the pipeline, how to make the performance better, how to make it faster, how to make the queries faster, how to understand more how everything is working uh, on low level. So this, this things was very interesting mm -hmm. to me. Uh, the data field was very interesting uh, and the growing attention a data got made me feel like, yeah, this is a promising field and it has this magical mix between um, technical part and also uh, understanding the, the business. Mm -hmm. So you get to understand a bit what they are trying to do, yeah. how to help the company, how to make the data is the product. This is the trend now. If you are a good company, your product mm. is the, your data, not any other thing. If you understand your data well, you will be the best. Because no one now makes like a new, brand new product. They all repeat it, but the one who like succeed is the one who uh, makes the best use of their data. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. So uh, I start uh, to go from company to company. Uh, uh, learning new technologies and tools. Um, started, as I told you, SQL, ETLs, then uh, big, uh, big data tools like uh, Hadoop system and uh, now uh, on Spark. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is... You are using Spark uh, with uh, which language, programming language? Python and Scala. But mainly I, I use Python at the moment. Nice. Patches and streams and all of that. 
Cool. And uh, in the very beginning, when you started to have like internships or like part-time jobs, was it uh, in the field? Yeah, I've um, I've started as a as an engineer. I, I haven't taken a break for a day. Like I graduated before graduation, I uh, made sure that I will take the scholarship, and I made it to the scholarship um, because it's free and it's very competitive to get it in Egypt. Uh, this kind of this exact uh, scholarship, a lot of people will uh, will relate. It's called ITI, mm-hmm. and uh, like I planned everything. Not to stay uh, without uh, working even for, for one day. So uh, before graduating the scholarship, I was doing an interviews and I get an, uh, a contract before even graduating. Mm. So uh, never tried part-time job, to be honest. I was since day one working full-time. Maybe this is something I, I missed at the moment. I, I tell myself maybe I should have took, took it a bit slow, learn things by myself, stay home or try to travel or do like fun things like people who take a, a, a year off or drop a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've been starting since then. Yeah, but there is also good things about it that you started early so you can have uh, more uh, experience. experience. Yeah. And you will grow faster what do you think is it like when you started in your first job do you did you make progress like in the field in the it wasn't linear my field actually wasn't linear because Mm. i started at 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 first i was um, i was a programmer like writing like programming but then Mm -hmm. i uh, uh, I wanted to shift career to something with data. So I started uh, writing some SQL and doing some reports. Then I started to do it. All of those things are somehow related, but uh, it's not linear. Like someone uh, could be better than me if they started two years ago with big data. But I started a uh, business intelligence, then ETL, then big data. So mm. it's kind of, small career shifts within a big career you know yeah and it wasn't still uh, there like Mm -hmm. not a lot of companies in Egypt who's working with uh, big solutions like Hadoop it's only I I found it here in Germany but everyone there is uh, used uh, to Oracle used to uh, very old solutions you know so it's like you're starting from the beginning it's whole different perspective Mm -hmm. You understand the basics of computer science, the basics of work, working with data, the pipelines and the stuff like that. But every time with every new ecosystem that you're dealing with, it's like you're shifting your career mm-hmm. a bit to something else. Because big, uh, big data engineer is not, is not like data engineer, is not like ETL engineer, is not like business intelligence engineer, is not like data analyst. It's all about data, but it's all not the same at all. Yeah. In every field, you need to focus on a part, uh, on a different part. You have uh, new challenges. Yeah, you have different, yeah. new different challenges. Totally. So yeah. it, it, it was all, the, all interesting and all very uh, good experience, but, uh, but not linear. Not like if you started uh, as a web developer and you continue to be the same 
title like web developer for five years is different. Mm. You're gonna be maybe senior by then. Yeah, right? that's true. Yeah, for five years. But for my little shift, it was uh, like I'm starting again from the beginning. But this is, I feel in my heart, yeah, this is the right thing. Maybe I'm not sticking to the same thing. Instead of doing ETL for with the same tool for five years, I will. It, it will the boredom will kill me. So yeah, it's better to to see what's new, what's trendy, what's exciting now. What people are talking about this and that. Let's see about that. Yeah, yeah. For example, when you dive deep into uh, big data or ETL, you would find out that uh, there are new challenges, etc. And then maybe if you find something else, you would be interested. And uh, you will find yourself have many um, different uh, knowledge that you have developed along the way, right? Like... Yeah, and you will find this uh, this new solutions is way advanced, and they are talking about whole new challenges. But you, if you are still working with different tools that is old, you're not living with the, in the same time in the same era that we're living. We're living in the big data era. You can't be still using with all the respect to everyone and to yeah. all the developers. It's my humble personal uh, opinion in, in my journey. But you can't uh, still be in 2022 and you're still using Microsoft tools in processing big data like SSRS or SSIS. This, this can't process more than, like, say, what, a million records. So it's very backward to, to keep working on the same old solution because your company bought them and they are they have their own legacy system you have to be updated you you should know what's going on in the market at the moment yeah, so, yeah. doesn't mean that you if you are good in this and that that you if you expose yourself to the outer market or to the world you will be you will find something easily yeah that's true and uh, with every new uh, challenges there will be new solutions like sometimes we cannot fix new problems with old solutions like if we have more data than comparing to before we need to have more uh, performance uh, tools to uh, process this data yeah and to be honest i wanted to transform to open source i was working with tool ma tools uh, microsoft tools then oracle tools mm. it's different the word of open source is so different and it everyone is talking about it while i'm still working with oracle and when i have something wrong with me no one is talking on it on the internet no one oh. because it's not everyone can afford to pay oracle license yeah it's it's huge and it's very very uh, complicated and respectful uh, solution and everything but um, it's different when you feel like you have a lot of support from the internet from developers like you from young people studying at home to uh, principals who's uh, holding big positions they are all putting their knowledge there yeah so it's 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 different experience without saying which is better but i wanted to try it to be honest yeah and uh during uh like when you started your career did you uh, face some challenges in the beginning uh what kind do you mean uh, like, like technical like studying the 
understanding uh, the tools and the stuff or like with, with work colleagues and stuff like that? Uh, I think in general, like if um, I think it's very important to find the good environment in the team. It is important. I, I wasn't I wasn't thinking about that. I was very young. So mm -hmm. in the beginning, you will feel so happy that someone hiring is hiring you. Yeah. So you don't think about these things. I remember my first job. I was so happy that the company have a lot of projects in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and I I decided to uh, take the first offer from this company because yeah, I want to work with a team from the U.S. I want to travel. I want to be consultants who are traveling everywhere and live this life. You know. Yeah. But never never knew that it is more important to ask about the company to go to the glass door and read the reviews and to understand about the culture, to find out, to stalk them and find out on LinkedIn if you have any circles who someone who's working in this company and ask them these things you will you will learn by time, you know? Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it was I was so naive. I just accept the offer and I went there and then I, I started to hit those stuff like uh, dealing with very fundamental people, for example. Mm -hmm. very righteous people who uh, refuses to work uh, with girls or women but they have to because the company allows so they don't look to me in the eyes for example while they are talking about something technical or oh. humming with some words because they don't want to come and talk to me they comment about my outfit by going to a colleague like we were taking our breaks together or chat or whatever so they went to him and asked him to uh, advise me to change my outfit oh my god and when yeah <laughs> and then when that the my um, my project was working really well with the clients in the u.s they uh, they asked if i can come and work from there and it will be better for the project and for them and all of that mm -hmm. they told me you can't travel without a man to take care of you it's haram it's forbidden in islam you can't do that Oh, I know this comments. Oh my God. Yeah, this happened. Of course I traveled anyway, but, but yeah, I was so naive. I didn't know what, what's that? Yeah, I understand I've been you. studying since I was six years old till this moment. And we, we don't stop studying. And you just give yourself the right to tell me that I need someone to travel with me. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is one of the moments that I will never forget, of course. Yeah, it's really... So, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, now thinking of it, how how uh, the company allowed it? Because I remember in my exit interview, I I quit the company. By the way, after a few uh, months after this incident, mm -hmm. I told the HR, and they had uh, an idea about their uh, behavior, so it wasn't new to them. But they told me, you know, they are good uh, technically, and they that it's not easy to find good people in the market at oh. the moment and uh, you can, you know, act strong, you know, yeah. you're strong, you're good, you, you can take it. And yeah, yes. they they actually, uh, the funny thing, when, while I was in my notice period, they uh, uh, took, um, took my job description and uh, found a guy uh, in my age they were like all uh, two of them were seniors and one of them were, uh, was architect mm -hmm. and I was still in like intermediate junior thing 
and they found one of their uh, like friends or something they were play, playing together at the mosque and they offered him the job and this was the base they found the new member of the team to replace me mm. imagine that so yeah i was giving him the handover and wishing him all best of luck but yeah the team now they will feel good now with the, with the team that all contains guys who prays together and have the same values and not very yeah and and they say it in one of the and one of the incidents you know your your salary would be very better if a man uh, is taking it and start his life with the with the salary yeah but you're taking it to buy what uh, to travel to buy clothes and makeup oh my god this is very basic yeah <laughs> it, it seems very basic and realistic but i swear to god i've gone through this all yeah and it's it's my choices what i do with the money i'm yeah taking like buying cats and dogs not your business yeah they wouldn't tell that to a guy no yeah um but this this was the the funny thing about the, thinking about the environment uh when when i was when i first started uh, yeah i did, I've never did that so afterwards of course it was very very important to ask about the team to ask mm-hmm. uh, to ask if there is uh, like a percentage of women in the workplace yeah uh, stuff like that, the culture of the people or their background or stuff like that. I'm trying to do my best, but you will always be surprised. Yeah. No matter yeah. how big it is. Oof. I feel like I'm making you reliving the trauma with me at the moment. I can't <laughs> feel you. You're remembering things. Yeah, and it's good to talk about it. They say they want diversity at the same time they... They act like you are uh, not part. They don't include you in a way that feels right to you. And this yeah, is like, yeah. yeah. I hope that uh, there will be awareness about this topic and people start to think about what they are saying. Sometimes it's very stupid. Like they say something like, for example, about the salary. It's very basic conversations that we have to deal with every day, not even advanced uh, topics. But talking about the salary, I'm talking here about if I have the right to work at the same job that a man is doing, not taking the same salary, taking the same job at the beginning. So, and I think people or, or corporates or big names when they uh, um, market themselves uh, as, as very open and uh, um, diverse and all of that, it's only for marketing, to be honest, because it's trendy now to have rainbow. It's trendy now to have a female face or a colored female face with a curly hair uh, on your poster. But are you really uh, able to make this female or this uh, LGBT person or this uh, minority feeling comfortable in your workplace or it's just you're using uh, their pretty faces on your posters? It's a very good point. 
you know me, I would like to see rainbows everywhere, but I started to feel it's very like um just words like, without propaganda. Exactly. Yeah. Only propaganda. You're you're taking people suffer and people who uh fought for their case for years and all of this to use it for money and you don't put a dime to develop uh, your workplace to make people more aware about the problem about uh, uh, how to at least talk to your colleague to your female colleague yeah to be open about different backgrounds to try to understand each others to in case if there is a misunderstanding try to communicate together to try to make sure that people are feeling safe in the environment exactly yes yes exactly this is the real work we am this is the real work not having glittery beautiful posters and rainbows and happiness and dogs and uh, cats and all of this this is this is propaganda i don't buy it i don't buy it yeah yeah to make their image pretty but then yeah. in the inside the values aren't uh, the same that the, what they are showing yes exactly yes this is the the sad thing and i'm seeing it i, I was to be honest i fall for this trap like in one of the companies that i worked for mm -hmm. i i was so happy with the values that they are talking about and the level of diversity that they have and they are so proud about it and they are putting picture for people from all over the world with, with different uh, outfits and all of that it was for me like heaven i i have expect i had expectations and in reality it was so disappointing the level of mentalities that i had to deal with it was so sad talking about like openly they are the men they're talking about yeah uh, we shouldn't hire this or we should hire that depending if she's married or oh. her husband oh if married her husband should uh, should have been taking a lot of money so she wouldn't have a, uh, like a real motivation to work no let's uh, let's hire a single uh, woman they are judging her and they are deciding for her and they are oh my god yes depending on her marital status like this never happened while we were trying to hire a man we just ask about his marital status in the final interview while we he's meeting the team to understand about what visa process he will go through if he's gonna uh do a reunion or something just for mm -hmm. that but accepting or not accepting a female because she has a husband who's working and this would be like she's not gonna be the best candidate this is really yeah no this was so shocking to me wow it's really uh, sad yeah and this is in europe you know in germany yeah this is like what 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 should i do in my life to um take it to the next level and uh I feel like uh, uh, we're uh, in a better place and I don't have to do these conversations. Other, like, the, let's say men wouldn't have these situations every day, but why every day you should face um, these kind of situations? And uh, besides this, you are having your own 
challenges and you moved to a new country and uh, yes uh, as i told you i've never took a day off since graduation like i've been working all the time full-time jobs paying taxes being a good person <laughs> staying out of trouble so like on paper i i did everything that makes me qualified to be equal mm. not less better to be just equal and still i can't feel i'm equal yeah this is very sad it shouldn't be this way it shouldn't i i, I believe that there are companies who has uh like the environment uh at least they trying yes mm-hmm. i i believe so as well i would even if there is no <laughs> something like that i would like to believe there is something like that yeah and i i really can understand you like if you feel finally this is we are in europe it's different place and then suddenly yeah we have expectations about women and women rights and uh, openness and all of that and yeah. boom i didn't expect that the level of uh, maturity in uh, this conversation or this topic uh how to how to deal with, like how women are in the it would be more advanced in egypt than europe uh and um i, I was trying to squeeze my uh, my brain to understand the reasons but uh, you know yeah it's because in europe you will find the old companies as um uh showing off with their diversity but they are bringing people from all different backgrounds without putting any any effort in in introducing them to their values or to german values in dealing with women in dealing with with diversity and it's like you are in square zero again it's like you did nothing you just took a step back in the environment yeah. topic from the outside you're the person who's privileged or you're the woman who's privileged because you're living in europe you have the right to do whatever you want but you are still talking about that you're still having problem because you are undermined as a woman in tech you're still having problem because you've been you you're being compared all the time to to your uh, female uh, colleagues mm-hmm. because yeah, you, you girls you should like compete together <laughs> or uh, being uh, uh, qualified or disqualified uh, according to your marital status imagine if she's if this lady any uh wants to have a kid someday or wants to be pregnant this will be like a nightmare to her yeah she should go to the manager and ask his permission before she's ge- getting pregnant yeah it's terrible i'm also trying to understand the reason uh, i don't want to generalize uh, like not everyone and not every company but let's say some companies maybe they got used that they are working in tech and uh, most of them are are male and they got used to that and then suddenly they say okay let's uh, be um, diverse and then but they kept the same mentality and they didn't change it yes. they didn't like they didn't integrate in the new community new countries new values and i would say it's the company's uh, mistake to be honest like you are not uh, uh, like uh, i will take from 
a bit of experience in hiring people. I saw that a lot of people are afraid to open the conversation of tough questions in in interview process. Mm. Like starting from the interview, you should be able to pick people who will be having your own value. You don't do that. You compromise the values to get better technicality or mm -hmm. more productivity. So if someone is very good technically, but they are a bit shady with their values or they a bit fundamental or whatever, mm -hmm. you will pick them. You wouldn't be courageous enough to ask the hard questions about what do you think about diversity? Have you had uh, like females colleagues before? How do you think you, uh, you're around or what they feel around you? What these questions should be somehow asked. I don't know how, but it should start from the very beginning, from the interviewing, from the HR. I don't know if you if the HR is, is the, the very important meeting, why HR don't do this from the very beginning instead of the stupid question of how do you see yourself after five years and all of this? Yeah, this is really a good uh, point. I think it could be helpful uh, to people uh, are listening and if they are interested to improve their uh, work environment. Hiring process, yes. Hiring process, I would say a thousand times. It's all about your hiring process and how you hire people because there is a very, very good culture in some companies because they have a very, very good interviews and hiring process not only uh, technical tests or technical questions or whatever. And also during, uh, okay, let's say during the uh, hiring process, there should be a, a promise that they are here to listen to you in case of anything. And they want to make sure that you are comfortable. And whenever there is a problem came up, they will ask you to reach them out. And this also will um, makes people feel safe that they can speak up if in case of any uh, anything wrong go wrong in general right yeah, and and maybe sometimes they say so but by uh, watching the behavior mm -hmm. you decide no i wouldn't do that because other people uh, stand up or something and they regret it for some reason so you wouldn't do it even if they promised you that they will be supportive and they will be there for you and everything by by watching the patterns happening around you and if it's whatever male dominated or this is the culture that they are living in you will think thousand times before taking the step yeah so it's a continuous effort to be honest especially in in a country like germany let's let's talk about germany because we're living here uh, they are very advanced in so many things, I would say. But um, having a, a huge sector of IT is a new topic for them. And having women in this sector is on, also new to them. I would say India and Egypt and Tunisia and all of this is more advanced than, than, than yeah. this. Topic. Yeah. Because it's already 50-50. We're already kind of there. We're already managers and and ceos and and developers and it and everything but it is new here for yeah so we we need to stop uh, paying money for 
Photoshop and photography and all of this uh, sweet things and start the real work, start having sessions, start making uh, more like um, conduct codes. We don't have like, mm -hmm. a, I remember in, in, in Egypt, I, um, we were signing like a conduct code, like um, a document. Mm -hmm. The things that if you did like sexually harassed someone, said someone, uh, said something racist, said something like that, that you will, they have the right to fire you. Mm -hmm. I don't remember uh, signing something like that, code of conduct in, in Germany. Yeah, it's a good point for uh, contract work also. Like legal, because Germany is a very legal country. Yeah, yeah. Nothing legal in, in our contracts here about this. Yeah, you're right. It's a good point. And, and this may be uh, one of the interesting uh, things that uh, if you are listening to us and you want to see the have an idea about the culture, maybe if they have a code of conduct that people are signing in, it's going to be a good sign. Mm -hmm. You know that everyone will be committed to that code of conduct and everyone yeah. will be more responsible because they know that they signed something and they are already mature enough to know that yeah and if so if if they happen to see a situation where the company was uh, uh serious and for example fired someone for some situation like this they will know that this is serious and they have to put an effort to be respectful and because sometimes you can't you can't you can't depend on people's conscience yeah values you have to have laws you're right yeah you can say oh they are all developers they got educated they are from good levels they wouldn't do that no they will they did they are doing it and they will do it if you're not having like strict rules and real uh, conversation about it in your company they will do it yeah especially the people who have a position of power this could be also challenging if they do something wrong, treat badly uh, their co-worker. It would be challenging for the person to to speak up, etc. Yes. And if they, there will be a, con a code of conduct, I think uh, uh, everyone should be equal in this, in the same, like whatever, if they are in position of power or not, they all um, have the same code of conduct, it will be applied by everyone. Exactly, exactly. Something that we all respect and we all have to work with it. Yeah. Even if you don't accept it, like deep down, you have your own, I don't know, medieval ideas about women or LGBT or whatever. At this moment, you will keep it to yourself and shut your mouth and work. Yeah, because we cannot control them. We cannot change them or edu educate them. Sometimes it's very hard. Honestly, I, I, I told you, I, I don't mind setting my educational mood and be patient and educate people about it or whatever. But I can't do it all the time. And some people don't want to change. Yeah. They don't want to think about it. So what I'm going to do? Yeah. I should have something to protect me. Yeah, exactly. Not everyone is open-minded or uh, is trying to uh, get educated. And uh, yeah, it's like some people are convinced about their ideas, what that hurt others. 
and uh, it's better to have this kind of laws to stop them so they will uh, be forced to respect everyone exactly yes it's very hard that every day you have to it's like you you have to be in war every day every day you should protect yourself you should uh, be careful if your voice is heard your ideas are heard etc and why this should be difficult for us like other let's say if i would be a man i don't think that every day i should do this additional stress, stress additional yeah. stress yeah as i was telling you that we have limited energy if we use this energy every day in those conflict and this stress and this small things like really this conversation is so basic at the moment instead of working on yourself having a good day having something good to eat or a good workout or a good movie to watch you will just feel miserable by the end of the day and yeah. in few in few like what weeks you will be burnt out yeah I can't open the 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 meeting like now. I can even if I open the meeting, I don't want to share my face. I don't want to open the camera. I don't want anyone to see me. I don't want to talk. I don't want to share my ideas. Oh. I, I hate I hate it. And I wake up when you are in this situation, you will keep questioning everything that you are doing, like your ability, your talent, your decisions in life your choices everything will be like could be questioned and then you will feel like you're losing pieces of your heart you're losing pieces of your identity you're becoming someone else someone boring someone basic someone weak i would say someone wants to do things with a routine to have less and less conflict without going to something might need challenging or talking or confrontation you know you will be very low profile because you're tired yeah it's like feeling drowned the energy there is no energy for yeah and then it it really wouldn't matter if you are talented in this or not yeah it it wouldn't matter if you're smart or not, or you are good in math or programming or physics. It wouldn't ever matter at this point in your life. The only thing will matter that you get out of this mood and you get out of this situation and you get your life back together. And even if you're going to work as a waitress or uh, anything, it's it really, as I was telling you, everyone is talking about women's, success stories mm -hmm. but for every woman who managed to go through all of this and make her um like um good position at the moment there are few uh women uh, left all of this and yeah. went back to anything else or not working at all or doing something more basic or away from the fields that is uh, male dominated yeah Oh, yeah, we also should talk about the sad stories as we're talking about the inspiring stories. For women. You're right. I, I remember myself many times I thought to to leave that everything like mm, really? Yeah. How about you? Yeah. Did you think about that? 
Yeah, all the time. At the moment, I I wake up thinking about it. I brush my teeth thinking about it. I go to sleep thinking about it. I have it on my dreams. I just had a, a nightmare like a few days ago that I was in, in a stand-up meeting and I was somehow exposed and they are all watching me. So it was like a nightmare because, you know, I, I always think and think and think about how they are seeing me what they think about me, what they think about my work. So it was very, yeah, it's, this is not right, Amani. This is, this is so much for you to think about. Even it, it, it managed to reach your subconscious and your dreams. This is red flag. Yeah. And, and I'm on, I, I am someone who, you will find me talking about things. I'm, I'm not shy or uh, closed or like um, something like that. And I try as much as I can to stand for myself and uh, confront people when they hurt me or something. But there is this aftertaste, even if they apologized or whatever, you still feel bad. It feels that there is like no respect to some boundaries. It can stuck. It, you cannot uh, easily forget about it or ignore it because it has been said, and especially if it would be um, in front of other people. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing that the people I, I keep telling you the story about, the people that I'm working about who do or say something, stuff like that. I just, uh, I just remembered that three of them have girls and I really feel sorry for those girls. It's the word that you are uh, doing at, at the moment somehow will reflect on your kids and your daughter in the future. So the better you leave the world, the better it's going to be for your kids, even in, in a small scale. Of course, I'm not going to meet them in 20 years or something. It's very rare chance or something. But it's just, it's sad that you have daughters and you're not, and you don't want to change the word for them. You don't want to feel uh, to to make the world is a much better place for them. And you still have these ideas. How you gonna, how do you love them? Like if you think that these creatures are less, or we should make fun of them, or whatever. How do you go back home and you smile to your daughter and you hug her and you feel like you love her? It's it's very hard to me to understand to grasp yeah. this idea. You're right. They wouldn't accept uh, this to happen to their daughter. Of course. And at some point, um, they will remember that, yeah, we did something like that. We, the, the things that might happen, I hope nothing bad happened to anyone, but th- it might make them think twice someday that they shouldn't do this and say this or anything because it's your daughter or it's your, I don't know, sister or whatever. Like they are human. Like we are human as them as well. We have our yeah. families. We have our own loved ones. And we have like we're not only a machine that you're working w- with in the team. Like we have we are more than our productivity, by the way. We are more than uh the faces that you're seeing in Zoom. We are human like you. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really important uh, to have um, a good uh, environment. It's more important than uh the the, the tools, tools you're yeah. working on or, or the 
the name of the company. Uh, yeah, like now, when I start looking for a job, I just ask about their uh, values, uh, the percentage of, I don't know, women. It might give me an idea. I, I will go to the interview now and ask very vague and frank questions about the environment. Yeah. To be honest, what will happen if someone say like talked like this or did something like this or I have to be cautious because it wasn't a very fun experience to be honest going around in the IT field it's very um, dangerous for someone uh, some people are more resilient than me I would say I uh, I'm uh, I tend to be uh, overthinker or just I care too much and I am emotional person and I, I, I don't think it's a bad thing but um, yeah you should have uh, people from all different perspectives and from all spectrums about you and you should be able to uh, deal and work with them this is not the problem so let's ask those questions as well uh, as, a, as a people when we go and do interviews um, let's ask about the environment. Yeah, and uh, I really wish that, that you will find a good company and that I, I believe that it is possible. This at least will make you keep going and not give up in this because you are good at what you are doing. It's about uh, the environment and I believe that there are people are uh, aware of these issues and I hope that there will be more and more people you are now also uh, careful looking if uh, uh, the company has the same values and i think this is um, also um, a learning experience even it is bad experience but you learn it from it that you will choose a better environment for yourself and when once you will find it you will feel better i believe that um, and i hope that there will be something coming soon that uh, will make you uh, feel better because it's very hard that you are facing this uh, current uh, situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I hope that I can get over this soon, and um, I wish for the best. I will do my best, and I will try to be very cautious in the, in picking. I don't know in my like uh, future journey to find uh, a new job or something. But um, yeah, at the moment, um, nah, let's see how all of this will uh, end. Yeah, it's a hard time for the moment, and then uh, I believe that there will be a company out there that uh, and the team a nice team and you will continue your journey we are almost uh, the same career path and i remember once you joined the conference and you asked me to join i wasn't able to join but i will be happy in the future to to have this common like we encourage each others to join different events yes see when when someone having the energy and they are feeling good they can be much more innovative and in a good state to learn and to yeah. develop. Uh, yeah, this this was good uh, phase, and hopefully for both of us, it's gonna be a better future. And um, let's yeah, let's hope for the best. Let's hope yeah. for the best. And uh, I believe that there are a lot of people are doing it 
uh, without having the intention of hurting yeah. people. I believe that people are good uh, from inside and uh, everything, but um, we need to work on so many topics and we need to start the conversation about so many things. And we need to, bo- to be more sensitive and more considerate and uh, more emotionally smart, I would say. It's not be good coder or very productive person it's it will be amazing if you are a kind person as well it's, it very beautiful. yeah and to also to be open to communicate like if someone makes uh makes you feel uncomfortable and you are able to mention that to them and if they show their that they really didn't mean that and they weren't aware Uh, that this could hurt this this will show yeah. their intention and sometimes uh, it could be disappointing result i know but yeah. um as you say there are people who have uh, who doesn't uh, intend to hurt others and they didn't know and it's better to communicate and to try to understand each others keep the channels open for everyone yeah Thank you, Anne. It was very emotional talk. I hope uh, I wasn't so much uh, dark. I was, but uh, sorry no, for that. No, don't but, be sorry. It was very important topic, and I appreciate that you were open to talk about all of this. Hopefully, also we can talk about like more uh, TikTok away from all. Um, these challenges and have more uh, interesting and exciting ideas about our uh, jobs at the moment. But uh, yeah, as you said, it is important to talk about everything. Yeah, yeah. Is there any advice that you wished that you have known or that you would give to your younger self? Yeah, have a mentor. Mm-hmm. Have a mentor. I remember I was so naive in so many things and um, having a mentor uh, gave me a lot of shortcuts in my career and um, like on so many uh, aspects in technical aspect in uh, how to deal with your workplace and uh, salary aspect how you, how to negotiate your salary because this is so important especially if you are a woman in tech uh, how to uh, um, like the mentor will have more idea about also the market and the need and the salary and all of that so um, uh, we have this saying in Arabic in in Egyptian if you don't have a mentor buy a mentor Uh, I don't don't know if it's uh, um, (laughs) like literal translation but yeah this is very very important yeah I agree As you said, it's a shortcut for, like, you will make progress faster if you have a mentor, yeah. Exactly, yes. Nice advice. Thanks a lot, Ameni, for uh, your time, and it was nice to talk to you. Same. I hope we can catch up also later uh, uh, and have fun away from all these emotional conversations. <laughs> we will. <laughs> I'm looking forward to our next episode with a new guest and new inspiring story. Until then, stay safe and stay tuned to our next episode. Tic Tac, tackle the inspiration.